What's up, everybody? My name is Jonathan Tynes. People call me JT, and I'm here with my friend Jody Burkeen. And um, this is kind of a, a new thing that we're doing for the Man Up God's Way community. And you're probably wondering, who is this crazy redneck guy sitting next to Jody? And uh, the little short story is... Uh, I own kickprint.com and kick merch, and uh, we do all the merch for Man Up God's Way. been working with Jody since 2014 when he came into our storefront. I thought it was just a regular old walk-in into our store. And um, honestly, our, at first, our relationship has been just strictly business. Uh, but, you know, through the last five years, I've built a friendship with Jody, and I've learned to respect and come to respect and understand what he's doing in his ministry. And the reason why we're doing this is because I've been talking with him, and I'm like, hey, you need to get out and do more content for the Man Up God's Way community. And so that's, that's what we're doing here. And uh, we're from kind of totally different backgrounds. I come from ministry, and he is in ministry. And um, so we're just going to approach this as just an open discussion, but really I'm just here to facilitate uh, this platform to make for sure that we get what Jody, well, I call him Pastor Jody, but he always says just, just call him Jody because he's cool like that. So we'll call him Jody, but I may call him Pastor Jody because he is uh, the pastor of Ignite Church here in Eureka, Missouri. And so I'm going to call him Pastor Jody or Jody at times, but um, this platform is just for us to discuss things going on in the church, in the world, and with the Man Up God's Way community, and to provide some content and help every, we're going to try to do this every Monday, but he and I work, you know, have some pretty busy schedules, so it may not always be the case, but um, we just, we posted a bunch of stuff on social media, and it was uh, signed by Jody Birkin, and that's when we realized, like, a lot of you guys on this page don't even realize that Jody Burkeen is the one who founded this whole ministry. And so we're going to start off by him um, telling us who he is, what he is, and what the whole thing with what was the reason why he started the Man Up God's Way. And so I'll let Jody kind of take it from here. Jody, why did you let's, – let's start off as if people don't even know you. Why did you start the Man Up God's Way community? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I always tell guys that I disciple, you need to have a 2-minute, a 10-minute, and a 45-minute version of your testimony ready because you never know how long you're going to have to share it. And so my testimony really begins when I was 12 years old. I walked out of the church. My mom – I always say I was a drug addict by the time I was 12 years old because my my mom drug me through the church every time the doors were open. So uh, I hated church because that's where my parents would take me to learn about God, and I never saw it in the home. So they were divorced, um, and I went and lived with my dad at 13 years old, and I walked into a completely different world. It was void of God. Um, not that my dad didn't believe in God, he just lived like the rest of the world. And so by the time I was 18, I was drinking and drugging and trying to go to college and things just didn't work out. So I joined the military thinking that uh, I would grow up that way. And uh, I did my military stint there, got married uh, and while I was in the military to my now wife uh, for 29 years. Um, awesome. But she, I went from really being a boy at my home to being a boy in my marriage. And so I was never really a man until I finally met God. And that was in 2003. Um, I was an atheist from the age of 13 to oh, 33, wow. and I didn't believe in God. I didn't want to believe in God uh, because there was rules and regulations and all of this kind of stuff. And it wasn't until after we had kids. And I remember holding my little girl and my little boy. They were 18 months apart, and I'm holding them in my arm one night, and I'm looking into their eyes, and 
I just realized that they didn't come from a cesspool of algae. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I believe because right. I was an atheist and an evolutionist and thought we came from monkeys <laughs> and, funny. like, literally. Right. So I was looking in their eyes and I was like, there's no way they came from a cesspool of algae. Like, they're too perfect. I'm thinking of their eyes and they're looking around and they're looking at the ceiling. They're looking at my face. They're hearing my voice. And, like, where's that memory going to? That's going into their brain. And how is that, in, you know, information getting put in there? Like, somebody had to create that. So that started that seed that kind of planted in me. Well, about six, eight months later, my wife reminded me of a promise that I'd made to her on our wedding day was that I would take my kids to church when we had kids. And so she she cornered me one day after work and she plopped out this flyer and said hey i talked to this pastor and we're going to go to this church and this sunday and blah 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 so we pull into this church and it's a new church plant and it's in a hotel and i grew up in kentucky in the bible belt you know where everything's brick mortar five pillars you know kind of deal so going into a hotel like freaked me out i'm thinking it's a cult and so Uh, I go in, I'm holding both my kids, and I'm like, if they tell me to sell flyers at the airport, like, we're out of here. Because I'm thinking, you know, the Moonies or something like that. (laughs) So um, it wasn't. It was just a group of loving people that, you know, we were the the young couple with kids. I was 33 years old at the time. Um, Six, eight months later, May 22nd, 2003, I give my life to the Lord, and things just kind of flipped right then. As soon as I gave my life to the Lord... Holy Spirit dwelled in me. Um, I started reading my Bible. I'd never read a book through high school or college, uh, even in the military. I read back in my day. We had Cliff Notes, not, oh, yeah, not Google or you know, yeah, like just, Cliff I Notes. Just these little bitty things. We're talking. <laughs> that was all I ever read to get through a study or anything. And one of the first book I read was was the Book of Revelations. And, um, and the next thing I know, I'm just soaking in the Bible and I'm reading it and I'm, I'm excited and I'm looking in the church that I was saved at. I'm going, holy cow! What I'm reading in the Bible is not what these guys are doing. And God kind of gave me this vision early on was that these guys are a bunch of spiritual sissies. Like I'm literally, you know, I'm two or three years into my salvation uh, in my new Christ likeness. And I'm looking around and these guys in the church who claim to be Christians 10, 15, 20 years in the making were not doing what God in his word was saying. And so that that's how Man Up started. So about four or five years later, I finally just wrote a book called Man Up, Becoming a Godly Man in an Ungodly World. And that sparked the ministry. It was really just my testimony of coming to salvation. I talk about seven areas in a Christian man's life where they're spiritual sissies. Like I, I see that, and I use the term sissy not as a, a it's more of a challenge. It's not. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's a challenge because right. as a man, if you're called a sissy, you're going to do one of two things. Get defensive. First yeah, thing. you're either going to you're either going to fight or, or cower down and walk mm-hmm. away. And I think God's looking down. He's going, guys. I gave you my son. I gave you my word, and I gave you the Holy Spirit, and you're still a bunch of spiritual sissies. That's what good. are you going to do? Are you going to cower down and walk away? Or are you going to man up and do it my way? And that's how that's Man Up God's Way started. That's awesome. And there's kind of this thing right now, not not just in the church, but in manhood altogether. There's like this mixed message of what manhood really is. That's right. why I think that you know we have to get this message out. That's why I felt compelled to to partner with you to help use whatever resources we had to make for sure that this message can get out there because right now right. you know manhood is being pushed as growing a beard and drinking beer and drinking whiskey and that's right. really like the essence of manhood going to the gym having a big woolly beard and that's not right. what manhood is all about but this is not just about 
just manhood. This is about manning up God's way. Um, what was the so did let me ask you this did the ministry start after the book is that what I heard or did you start the ministry and then write the book well the process of the ministry had started when I, I had taken over the men's group in our church and so I started pouring into the men I started discipling like I, I read in the Bible we are to make disciples and as I started kind of asking men like who's discipling you know, here I am I remember being a brand new Christian I went and I got me a new Bible and I bought all the tabs because I had no clue where the the chapters were so I had to put the tabs in my Bible just so I could learn where the chat you know like oh, wow. uh, it was a brand new I put all these tabs in so I could figure out where the, the thing I'm I got it under my arm I walk into church I'm kind of giddy like a brand new Christian like okay what do I do what do I do and not one guy stepped up and said hey I'll walk you through this oh wow. I, I know how to help you um, about a few weeks later after I'm doing this my pastor realized that I was kind of really falling and the pastor is the busiest guy in the church and he says hey you come and I'll disciple you don't waste my time meet me at Denny's at 6 o'clock on Monday morning and uh, we, we actually did that for 52 weeks in a row Wow! and so we met that's really and he cool. poured into me and discipled me and taught me what discipleship was all about and so that's really awesome. that, that process started kind of man up but the, the, the ministry really started after I wrote my book and that's how we kind of started the ministry and started traveling. Now just out of curiosity you know this is totally unscripted as the name is um when you first started like speaking and calling men spiritual sissies did you get some kickback from people by saying that or well, l luckily i'm i'm relatively uh, big you know like <laughs> I, I, and i love to fight uh, so I, I, nobody I, charged I, the I, stage no, yeah nobody charged the stage so uh most people like i really i i, yeah, I used to love to fight like i one of the things when I was in the church, I remember looking, I was like, those are the kind of guys I used to beat up in the bars. Like, oh, yeah. You know, just a bunch of... I think that's just a, a natural manly instinct. I don't know if... I don't know. I don't know if that's something that is with everyone, but yeah. if you're watching, like, you know, fighting or an MMA right. fight or boxing, it just it just brings something out in you. Like, I want to do that, too. And I don't know if that's just something we were well, just the, made the with. Well, the sissy thing is, is when people hear me tell my story, because the biggest sissy of the bunch was me. Like I was the biggest sissy. I was. I was not. Uh, people who who know me realize that my first half of my marriage, my wife ran the household. My wife made the money. My wife, you know, all I did was mow the yard. You mean Nan don't run the household still? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I act like I run it, but you know, most of the time. But that and that's where when when people realize that the biggest spit, sissy that I'm talking about is me and this process that God used to get me to to man up his way not Jody's way not the church's way not uh, some denominations way it's really God's way when we start doing that that you you get you under you understand that spiritual sissy term yeah I, I read that part of your book last night uh, sissy's testimony right. and that, that's pretty powerful that's something that if uh, if you haven't read the book I encourage you to go on and grab it part right there I, I don't think a lot of people understand like your background and where you come from they don't understand the immense amount of business success but also the things you've been through ministry and the hurt and pain and some of the things that that you've done and um and so i that i read that last night that's that's really powerful and so let's let's kind of change the tune here just for a little bit and let's address this um can you define one what a man truly is 
or should I say Christian man, and what issues do you see in manhood today, like in 2019? When was your book published? When did it come out? It was out? in 2013. So it's not, it hasn't been a, uh-uh. a, a ton change, but right. there has been quite a bit on the landscape. What, what, what do you see, what issues does men face in manhood and in Christianity today? Well, I think Christian men, one, one a, a, the, the virtues of a Christian man, I wrote a second book called um, uh, Pursuit of a Godly Life, which I actually took Second Peter chapter 1, 5 through 12, and he talks about the characteristics of a, of, a, of a Christian. Like, a lot of people ask me, well, how do I know if I'm growing in the grace of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, Peter gives it right here. And so when I talk about a man, and, I, and when we talk about manly men, like you said earlier, it's not a guy with a beard drinking whiskey, smoking cigars, and chasing women. Right. Uh, what what the great virtues of a good godly Christian man? One is the fruit of the spirit: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self control. When you see that in a Christian man, also a, a, a man, a godly man, is not one who can chew through steel or bend iron. It's one who will humbly get on his knees, cry out to a holy God, protect his family, serve his family, uh, and then serve the church and build the kingdom for God. Well, how do you, you you touched on one of the fruits of the spirit is gentleness, and I want you to kind of touch on this subject because I think like when I've spent quite a bit of time with you you're you're blunt and you say what's on your mind, but you do that with gentleness. Can you maybe touch on that? Because a lot of guys, I think, especially in Christianity, they they believe that being a coward and just letting people push them over is the way. But how do you how do you um, like be blunt with someone but still? have gentleness what is some like how do you approach that what is your mental approach to that there's a big difference between being meek and weak oh yeah you know like being meek um and like i always think of jesus like what people don't realize that when jesus comes back uh the bible says he's coming with flames in his eyes and he's coming to judge the world like he's coming back as the, the the ruler and the judge of the world and uh, where we where we usually go wrong is thinking that we are supposed to cower down when it comes to Christianity. And my boldness comes from the Word of God. I speak the Word of God when I speak into a man's life. Like, social media has done a lot of good for the gospel, but it's also done a lot of bad for the gospel because um, there are a lot of Google theologians and Facebook prophets sitting there, <laughs> like, literally yeah. just, okay, oh, how can I debate this and how can I do that, where... The, the first question I usually ask is, how many men are you discipling? Right. Don't tell me what you know about the Bible until you tell me who you're discipling and how many you're discipling. I have a history of discipleship. I have a history of disciple making. Uh, and my boldness comes to those guys. And I think guys need to hear it in a way that... Um, is not uh, manby pamsy like this, you know, this jack wagon kind of uh, gospel Christianity that really has because the, the church has been run by. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't say the men have not stepped up in the roles that they're supposed to be running. You know, they're, right. they're, they haven't done that, whether it's in the home or in the church. And and so when I talk very bold to men, it, the reason is is because I think when you start reading the Bible. God was very bold. Jesus was very bold. Paul was very bold. But at the same time, they were very gentle in the way that they did that. I love, in the flesh, I could care less about most people. Yeah. Period. My wife, my kids, that's it. In the spirit, I love the men that I touch or uh, reach out to um, in a way that uh, it can only be from God. You know, because I get involved in guys' lives with little things that... You know, only because I'm, I'm right. in the spirit, I want to get involved in. And so when I start discipling men, you know, I, I'm very blunt. Like, 
you're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and if you don't do that, then stop wasting my time, we're going to move on. Yeah, I totally understand. And I think, too, a lot of people misunderstand. Um, I'm, I'm one of the one of the the, uh, the admins on the page. I mm -hmm. see some stuff. I'm I'm only involved more with the the merch side. But um, uh, just here recently, the media team has put put out these one liner quotes, right. and it got a lot of kickback because it had you know some blunt language in there. Um, some of them were were very harsh, like straight to the point. But I think people misunderstand. Like man up, God's way is not a page that's just to make you feel good and feel fuzzies. It is a kick in the pants to say, hey, this is what you need right. to do and that's that's what I think that people need to understand about you is that you're not here to um, just say hey you know just just believe and just love and just be happy and smile and you know right. be fuzzy there's things you have to do it boils down to discipline and that's yeah. so boring to a lot of people unless you say it in such a like a really intrusive confrontational manner and that's what I think that people have to understand about your your approach it's effective but it don't feel effective in the moment because people are like, I don't, you know, when I seen some of the comments on there just briefly, people were like, I can't believe this or, um, or you said this and, um, and, but there is one post that we posted I want you to touch on, and it was talking about the five problems that men face. Now, because we put all those words onto a photograph, right. we couldn't elaborate too much about what it was about, but you said men deal with five problems. Right. Go over those five right quick, and then I want to say what they commented. Like right, what exactly. They well, I always talk to, to guys, you know, we, we talk about accountability and we talk about discipleship, and men are so prideful to think that uh, nobody else understands their problems. Right. No men are so prideful to think that nobody's going to listen or hear or be able to figure out what I'm going through. But I always say that men have five major problems, and that's wives, sex, money, kids, and work. Like, and I don't mean those as in problems, as in their worldly problem. But if you're married, you've got issues. Like, well, one of the guys commented, he goes, well, "Dude, my my kids are not a problem. My wife is not a problem." Well, I'm he like, obviously doesn't have teenagers. Yeah. Like, you know, a four year old's not that big of a problem. A fifteen year old, there's a big problem. A I've got them both. So, uh, and I and when I mean problem, as in like, it's not a problem you want to get rid of. It's a problem that right. you need to discuss. It's a problem like that you're facing you know, on a yeah, daily like, basis. You know, I'm married. I've been married twenty nine years you've been married what 10 12 years uh no we've been married seven years seven years so, okay yeah. put you on put you on the spot <laughs> like i've been through some stuff like in 29 years i would be a great mentor to somebody who has only gone through seven years you've yeah, got sure. problems and you haven't hit half the problems that you're going to go through like right. there's seen and I've, I've seen them so and i they're, they're problems as in not like let's just get rid of them let's get a divorce let's get rid of our kids or whatever right, yeah. but if you've got a wife you've realized at one point in time Finances have been a problem that's caused a fight. Sex has it's, been a problem. Finance is number one cause yeah, of divorce. Exactly. Sex, uh, when kids are in the mix, I mean, that even causes more problems. Mm -hmm. Kids become, you know, bigger issues oh, that yeah. causes sex, you know, all of those kind of things. Like, there's major issues. So, when I say that they're problems, um, I, my point is is that men are too prideful to talk about them. And if they just realize that every man goes through those problems and the same issues, it's easier for us to talk about. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, there have been times that um, finances have caused major problems in our house. Uh, my work has caused major problems in the house. Become a pastor for 15 minutes and you'll realize that it causes problems in the house. You know? Yeah. So, 
um, and those are those are issues, and that's why that's why I always say that. Okay. So awesome. Well, we're we're getting ready to wrap up here. Um, we just wanted to to come out and do this, and just get started. And uh, we're, we're going to be planning to to go live or to post something every Monday. That's that's the goal. Uh, we may not always do it every Monday, but this is what we want what we want to do. Look, if you if you are, are seeing this video, comment what topics you'd like us to cover, what questions you have for Pastor Jody, and we'll see if we can get those facilitated on this. We're also uh, going to be trying to get the audio pushed to the podcast. What is the name of the podcast? It's, is it just it's Podmatic? Up? It's Man Up God's Way on Podmatic. Okay, and awesome. Also on iTunes and Google Play. Awesome. And then just a little teaser we want to do is we're starting something new. We're not going to give a whole lot of details right now, but uh, Jody and I are working on something, and the whole team is working on something called the Man Up Brotherhood. We posted something a while back about needing accountability, and a lot of people commented and said, hey, it's great that you post this, but how do you find accountability? With 800,000 plus people on the Facebook page, it's like, you know, screaming into a coliseum, like, hey, give me an accountability partner or whatever. But we're, we're working on something right now that is a mentorship program, and, um, and it's, it's going to be a little bit more dialed in. You can join the Man Up God's Way community, uh, which is open, but this, the Brotherhood, is going to be... Um, um, it's going to be a lot different, a lot more intimate, and uh, Jody's going to be working every every month to try to do um, a, a course, a challenge for the men. That's about as much detail as we can give right now on it. And um, so that's that. Check out manupgodsway.org. Be sure to like and share. And Jody, do you have any closing remarks, anything? Just go out and share the gospel and make disciples. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Have a great day.